Hi, welcome to our studio, Global Edge Talk, Alex Romanovich. It is September 15, 2020, and we have a, we have a wonderful guest by the name of Susanna Dobrovolna, Susanna Dobro, which means in English, kind and kindness. Uh, she is a wonderful, wonderful uh, senior, independent, interactive designer, uh, very much involved with CX and UX, and which means uh, customer experience and user experience. We're going to talk about her um, um, career in large companies like Microsoft and LexisNexis, MSL Group in Spain. Um, we'll talk about women in technology, innovation, and design. Susanna, welcome to our studio. Alex, thank you so much for having me. Um, so let's start from the beginning, I guess. Uh, tell me more about yourself. And uh, I mean, I, I know you and I spoke um, a while ago. And your background was extremely interesting, very intriguing, as it pertains to innovation, entrepreneurship. You're an entrepreneur yourself. You've worked with very yep. large companies globally, and then you started your own business. Tell us a little bit more about your early years, so to speak, and how you sort of came into, into the design area and so forth. Yeah, sure. So uh, I uh, I was born in Slovakia, but uh, and when, uh, when the times uh, was still... Uh, in during the communism, it used to be a Czechoslovakia, but I'm Slovakian. And, uh, you know, I was always told that uh, I would never be able to leave the country because uh, when I was a kid, it was still uh, full of communism. And, uh, you know, my upbringing was uh, probably very different to most of the listeners um, that are listening uh, right now. And uh, I was very lucky to be one of the first generations when uh, the big change came. So when the Iron Curtain came down and uh, I always wanted to see different places and, and really, uh, you know, just to see for myself how it is, how are the different countries. Uh, so that was one of my childhood dreams to really go and travel or uh, even just to go to a, a foreign land that doesn't speak my language. And uh, when I was 18, I actually uh, ventured out and I came to London, uh, to UK uh, on my own uh, with uh, only 200 pounds in my pocket, uh, not knowing anyone. And uh, I was just, uh, my, I, I guess my curiosity was so much bigger than a fear uh, because when I now look back, I was like, what was I thinking? Like uh, not having any, anyone, you know, I didn't have any security in here, but I was just super curious and also, I really wanted to, you know, learn English better because when I was growing up, I was not able to learn different languages apart from Russian. Uh, so that was another big desire of mine, really, to, you know, to master a different language. So uh, I came came to London and just slowly, slowly started to, you know, improve my English and really think about what I would like to do further. And creative field was always part of my life. And uh, I really... I really soon realized that better I spoke, better chances I had to get actually, uh, you know, an opportunity uh, to break into the creative industry and uh, do a design work, uh, anything really. You know, it, I was thinking about arts also, but really I was always gravitating more towards de design and problem solving. And I started uh, my career uh, in here in London and in a very small uh, creative boutique studios. Uh, so that was my beginning. Uh, I love those uh, amazing immigrant stories. You know, I'm an immigrant myself, came to the United States a long time ago, 40 years ago, uh, from Soviet Union. So we can almost relate. 
And yeah. I absolutely love the stories of, you know, by the way, my wife is from Slovakia as well. So I visited your country, your, oh, home, your homeland many, many times. And um, it's, um, you know, I've been to Prague, Czech Republic. Obviously, they split Slovakia and Czech Republic. But, you know, I, I just love these stories of um, immigrants and um, uh, who achieve a lot, you know, who are being very entrepreneurial, being very, very innovative in the in the way that um you know almost the survival right almost the uh, yeah. the, the, it, the it active is. survival <laughs> yeah absolutely uh but you know you uh, started in a very small studio in london and then uh you progressed very quickly and then ended up in microsoft and the lexus nexus afterwards uh and then worked with some amazing uh very large very well-known brands such as sachi and sachi and Raremark and Prime Focus and uh, TMP Worldwide and BBH and so many others. Uh, tell me about that experience. Tell me about what you've learned as an entrepreneur, what you've learned as, a, as an immigrant, as a great designer, and then how you were able to take that to very large organizations, which, by the way, could also be very bureaucratic and very process-oriented and so forth. But how were you able to adapt and... and um, you know, become sort of uh, uh, a native in, in those large companies? You know, one thing that I really, really uh, respect and love about London, UK, is that uh, it doesn't matter where you're coming from. Uh, if you are passionate about your craft, if you are passionate about something that you want to do, uh, it doesn't really matter, you know, uh, if you're immigrant or where you're from, uh, they, you will always have that opportunity because, uh, you know, companies will always seek talent. And also, uh, you know, they, they, they love mixing it up with the different perspectives and, and different points of views, different experiences. So that's, that's something that I, you know, really, uh, you know, seen happening across London uh, where it was, uh, and for the creative industry, uh, it, is, it is a really great place to be, uh, you know, to, to get a chance and then really gain that experience really fast. And me as an immigrant, you know, like, I don't know how, if you, if you ever thought of it this way, Alex, but I think immigrants are almost like uh, entrepreneurs because, as you said, it is, it is partially survival, you know, in, in a very foreign land. Uh, different customs, different everything. Uh, so I think, uh, you know, I had to be super resourceful from the beginning of my journey. As soon as I left my, uh, you could call it securities, right? The, the things that are familiar to me, things that are safe, my country, uh, you know, for me. As soon as you leave that and, and you embarked on a journey which is, which is so different to, to what you are used to, you have to become very resourceful. And I think entrepreneurship is, is exactly the same. You, you are constantly solving problems. You are constantly moving in some direction, sometimes forward, sometimes to the left, sometimes you go two steps back, uh, but you are still having to deal with the things. So how did this entrepreneurship, how did this immigration experience help you with your design? Uh, I mean, you had to combine, obviously, a lot of different disciplines and uh, I'm sure your mind is very, very complex and uh, very creative and very innovative. How, you know, how did you use that, leverage that experience in your design, your thinking? And uh, let's talk more about uh, custom experience, user experience as a discipline mm -hmm. and why it's becoming more and more important. Yeah, sure. So, so how I leverage that, you know, it's, it's definitely being super curious and super resourceful and looking for those answers. 
And one thing that I, uh, you know, learned a lot working in a, in a advertising agencies or e- even in a bigger companies or bigger teams is that you have to understand people and you have to actually understand how the team, team dynamics are working or not working. So you really have to uh, work closely uh, with people. And that is essential. One of the traits that, for example, customer experience or user experience designer or, or consultant or professional uh, really needs to uh, focus on and know how to actually, you know, work with that. This is this is crucial because you essentially are uh, you are like a you are like a conduit between the business needs and and the customer needs or user needs. So you are standing in the middle and you are uh, like translating uh, what the customers really really desire. And what business thinks that customers really desire. So, you know, your job, you become for a moment. If you are uh, focusing uh, really uh, on a customer, you need to become the customer. So this is also a skill set and a trait. Uh, you as a designer uh, are able to learn from others, especially in a design field. Yes, you can have a talent, but most of the, most of the skills and most of the knowledge that I have, I have learned from someone else. I have been taught by someone else or I just modeled or I just seen what worked, what didn't. And then obviously I brought my own experience, my own personality, you know, into, into really applying those skill sets. Uh, great, great. Um, now you're, you're, you have a lot of specialties. You have a lot of interesting um, uh, skills and uh, innovation uh, type of areas that you get involved with which is not only custom experience and user experience, but also you get involved with interactive uh, advertising, you get involved with uh, design thinking, facilitation, you know, and all these wonderful things. Um, tell me more about your sort of experience um, as a woman. Let's talk about that a little bit. Uh, coming from a former Soviet or former you know, communist countries like Czechoslovakia, and so forth, and having that kind of an upbringing um, where women were not necessarily encouraged. And, if, uh, you know, feel free to disagree with me. I'm just going on my experience with uh, those that region. But women were not necessarily encouraged to be entrepreneurial, to, to lead, to, uh, to have those types of roles. Then all of a sudden you decide to leave that world uh, I know it was changing, but you decide to come to the West, you come to uh, Spain, you go to London, and then you really become uh, smitten by this uh, wonderful areas of entrepreneurship, innovation, design, thinking, and so forth. Tell me more about that. Yeah, you're right. Uh, you, women were definitely not encouraged to be entrepreneurs. I would say no one during the communism was encouraged to be entrepreneur because that was scrapped completely. So if there were, air quotes, entrepreneurs, they were obviously, you know, non-official, but yeah, th- there were some, uh, you know, th- there are personality traits that are just, just, just always, you know, looking for that extra way of solving things or, or creating things. So entrepreneurship during the communism, non-existent, 100%. So I never really knew what it actually meant. I never really associated it together, you know, with, uh, you know, business creation or problem solving. So that actually came to me much, much, much later. Because at the beginning uh, of my career, I really focused on a design 
and and just just being on that side of the you know creative uh, problem solving. Uh, only later on, after my travels, uh, so I went. Uh, I actually I quit Microsoft and I went traveling for two years on my own because I, that was one of my childhood dreams I really wanted to fulfill. And when I came back, only then I started to look into. Apart from design, uh, you know, what are other skill sets and what are other things that people are doing? And I started to piece the things for myself, you know, together. And there is not a huge difference between how designers operate, think and do things to entrepreneurs, because essentially both of them are problem solvers. So I started to be so much more interested uh, into business creation and, you know, how you create businesses. And as a woman, again, I didn't really know many women that would be doing it. So I was, you know, you could, you could call it completely like just newbie uh, to actually knowing who is who in entrepreneurs or small business, you know, uh, owners or founders. So that was a very a new thing for me to explore. Uh, but yeah, that's as early, you know, when I was uh, a teenager and in Slovakia, uh, none like it was non-existent it's like there was no school uh, there was nothing basically not even information you could only find certain information that was you know external outside uh, but even at that time the internet was not even existent i think <laughs> so lack of information big time i can say that now just out of curiosity i'm a, I'm a big traveler i love traveling because i think it's one of the best ways to explore not only explore the world, but also to learn so much about uh, other cultures. Where did you go? Tell us about your travel experience. <laughs> so I went to places that I, uh, I always, always wanted to see. And my primary focus was really Latin America and Central America. So I spent one year in that area. I also managed to backpack down to Antarctica. So that was like, wow, that was beyond my wildest dreams to, to be able to wow, do that. Wow, that's but amazing. I managed. That's, that's amazing. And, uh, uh, you know, one thing I learned really, I, and this was already, uh, you know, during, during the, my design career is that if I do not ask, I will not know the answers. If I do not explore or give it a shot, I will not know how and how it is possible to solve it. So it was the, exactly the same thing. I had, I had this, this really huge desire to go and see Antarctica. So I researched, started to research how, what are the options, right? What are the possibilities? And uh, I knew that uh, there are certain things that, that could happen. So if the stars are aligned, you know, it could happen. And I, I really went down and really hunted uh, like a last minute deal to be able and, to. And you were doing this all by yourself? On my own, on my own. Oh, my goodness. I, I mean, were you not concerned about safety? I mean, there's a woman nope. uh, traveling all over the world by herself. Uh, what about security, safety, you know, that type, that, that, that type of stuff? I, I, I would say I'm not a naive person, so I'm, I'm very aware of the situations, you know, what are happening, and I'm pretty down to earth, but I would say I, I was never like, I wasn't concerned about like, oh, like what's going to happen to me and all this, because those are very paralyzing thoughts. And one thing that I realized actually traveling on my own as a woman is that it is really safe. And people are actually very helpful and welcoming. And you just need to be aware where to go and where not to go. And number one rule, talk to locals, talk to women. And they will tell you, they, they will, you know, they will become your, you know, protecting uh, uh, allies, really. They will, they will, kind of, you know, locals will take care of you as soon as they understand 
your intentions, you know, where you, you know, where you're coming from and what are you doing, they will always help you. So it's always essentially talk to people. So and by living- doing that, you will get the truth, the truth of what's really happening in a country. So news will not give you this, uh, you know, none of the articles will really give you this. Once you hit the ground running, uh, you, you know, you, you will know the truth and, Another very, I think, important aspect about me is that I am very streetwise, and I also brought a lot of experience uh, from the common knowledge uh, from the streets into my creative problem solving and into my design. So uh, one thing that used to happen to me is that I would join the forces with another uh, creatives or, or, or brand strategists or another designers, and they usually would be very much coming from academic, you know, point of view or from higher, like a big brand solutionizing and, you know, all that, all that thing. And I would actually come from the ground and, and really try to just convey the messaging and, and really uh, tell a different type of a story of experience that, you know, customers could be having. So I would say these traits, me coming from a very, very humble, you know, um, background, uh, going through uh, my own experiences as an immigrant really taught me a lot of how to stay safe, you know, on, on the road or in a big cities. Wonderful. And, you know, and you're, you're, you have a very welcoming uh, persona. You, you have a, a great, very kind and, uh, you know, open uh, face with a big smile. Uh, you're, you're very, um, um, how should I say this? Uh, you, you're very open, you know, very open as a person. And, and that's why I think um, that experience uh, you know, all over the world in different countries was uh, probably a great one. Uh, let me ask you this question. So your perception or your uh, attitude towards customer experience, customer design, user experience, working for this, you know, great companies, then you travel for two years, you go to Antarctica, you go to other places like that. How did it, you know, when you come back, what, what changed? What sort of uh, how did travel and how did this experience contribute to your change when you came back? And what sort of did you get? Did you become more entrepreneurial? Did you become? Did your attitude change towards people or organizations? Uh, maybe it was impacting your design skills, your design, you know, innovation. Tell us about that. Yeah. So uh, after I came back, I, I. I would say somehow naturally I just merged those, you know, two sides of me that, you know, I'm an adventurer and I go and travel and I love remote places uh, and I, I love hiking, uh, all, all of those adventurous, you know, things. Uh, and also I'm super just, I, I'm just so curious about the, the human evolution and uh, part of the spiritual practices around the world. So really just expanding, you know, my understanding of people and, and, and the earth as is. And I, so I brought those experiences uh, from my travels uh, back, uh, you know, uh, into design and into, into really working on a bigger problems, you know, on, on a bigger, pro, you know, challenges. Uh, and really, like I would say, you know, my, my creative problem-solving expertise always has been there uh, from, from my, you know, commercial experience. So I really joined those two things together. And I just knew that I want to be independent. I want to come in uh, into the companies and help them uh, to, to solve or help them with their challenges, with their projects. 
uh, and be very uh, conscious about what projects I take on and uh, not just, just, oh, I need something or I just want to do something or I need a job or something like that. None of that. So I came so much more uh, relaxed. Uh, I came back very with a lot of reflection, you know, and also seeking, okay, so what is really that next thing that, you know, I, you know, I want to do, right? Like really from my heart, I want to do, not logically. Uh, there is, there is, you know, I, I'm a strong believer that if we think too much, we will overthink. So I, I really was able to merge that more of our intuition, uh, you know, and, and I also now use it into the problem solving with that logical, you know, your brain. But when, when you think about brain, it's dual, right? So it's right or wrong, or it's, it's left, left brain uh, against, uh, you know, right brain, uh, where heart is intuition and it's just one. So really just aligning those two, two things together, uh, I was able to do after my travels because I definitely learned a lot in two years about myself and about the world. So I came back with a different perception, for sure. Uh, so I guess your advice to a lot of uh, our, uh, a lot of people in our audience is travel more, right? Uh, what other advice, <laughs> yeah, if you can, right? What other advice would you give to a young entrepreneur, especially a woman, a young woman who um, would love to do something similar, who would love to explore, work with amazing clients, uh, would love to maybe run her own business, travel, you know, absorb all this amazing experience and then use that for, um, for you know, to create something really, really great. What, what should be your advice to, to, to the, the, those types of folks? Definitely follow your heart. I know this sounds super cliche, but, but just, just do not give up on that. And then uh, more practical things. I would say uh, if you are curious knowing how certain people actually achieve certain things or done certain things, then reach out to them. So uh, ideally, you would want to find uh, someone who has already been there and done that. So maybe find a mentor, find a coach. Uh, and find it in the area that you really want to uh, learn or, or be, become. So find someone who's been there before and ask those questions and reach out. You'll be surprised how many times uh, people do not reach out and do not ask questions uh, just because they think, oh, like I am, I am so little and that person, you know, is higher up somewhere and they will never, you know, reply. And that's not true. That's true. No, that is so not true. Like I have mentored juniors uh, and especially junior designers for many years and uh, I've done it just just part of you know it's just part of me uh, I I just I just generally really want people you know to to thrive and improve and, and grow so uh, that's definitely a part of the thing reaching out ask questions and and if you cannot reach someone who is really like just just a little bit way too further away from you find someone who is closer right who is who is in your proximity who has done something that you haven't done and reach out to them and strike the conversation, offer something. What you, what, what you can, you know, offer something in exchange, have something, have a good story for them also. Uh, Susanna, who was your mentor? Who were some of the people that really impacted your career or your um, outlook um, on things and so forth? Who, who were those people? I would say from entrepreneurship, I was my grandfather. 
I only realized much, much later uh, about, you know, how, uh, what, a, what a massive impact he actually had on my life and the similarities I have, you know, I, he's no longer with us, but the similarities I have with him uh, and the way he actually lived his, his life and what he, he has done for people and what he actually achieved under the communism was just pretty remarkable. So I would say that that would be, you know, uh, one of my biggest mentors. And uh, in design, I don't have, in design, I don't have a particular person, but uh, I will tell you what really inspires me. And it's nature. I think nature is the biggest art, artist uh, that we have. So for me, it's a nature. That's my inspiration. And in business, yeah, as I said, my, definitely my grandfather. And then uh, I do have a few coaches uh, right now. I always have a coaches. I uh, always look for help because there are things that I will not see, you know, like in, in, my, in my proximity, I will have a blind spot. So I learned earlier, earlier, early on uh, and when I was a kid still, uh, when I was doing sports, I always had a coach. Uh, even now, like I play ice hockey here in here in UK in London, and I have a coach, uh, and and I love it. And you know, I wouldn't I wouldn't want to have it any any other way because that person can always provide a different perspective, different experience, a different advice. You do not see while you are executing on something. You can only see if someone actually highlights or shines the light on on something that you can improve. Uh. You know, it's amazing that um, we don't realize, I mean, you, you said something just now and it struck a chord with me. You don't realize until later that your family members can have such a profound effect and impact mm. on your career, on your thinking and so forth. Um, I, I have the same thing with my dad, with my father, mm. uh, when I'm realizing how much of an impact he's having, especially now. I mean, we could certainly argue about politics and, and, and you know, other things of that nature, but, but the, the, the values that, that he instilled in me early on, it's so important to, um, uh, to remember that. It's so important to, to leverage that, to use that. Um, Susanna, it's been, a, it's been a wonderful conversation. We would love to continue to talk to you on a regular basis. Um, we're, by the way, getting together with a couple of other very, very interesting and prominent women, and we'll talk about the topics of women in innovation and technology. Uh, and it's a, it's a, it's a great topic. You know, I'm of an opinion that um, women could even be better designers and better um, managers at certain things than than men, and we'll explore that as well. Um, but I want to thank you from the bottom of my, of my heart. To, um, that you were able to join us from London and uh, share with us your story. So let's keep in touch. And I want to thank you and uh, invite you back in the near future. Alex, thank you so much for having me and for sharing this moment with me. And uh, I'm really looking forward to um, bring more value uh, to you and to your audience. And there are definitely a lot of interesting topics we could be, uh, you know, talking about and innovation, uh, you know, that's, Right. It's at center of uh, so many things and uh, technology. Yeah. Especially now during the times of during the times of unrest and and COVID and pandemic and Mm. environmental issues. Uh, You know, there's so many things to explore. Um, By the way, we're going to be featuring your information, your design elements, your, um, you know, your other 
biography type of elements on the, on the landing page, and we'll be happy to share this with our audience as well. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much. Thank you.